the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This week on Reigning in Life Through Faith. The love of God. Listen, you were born again by what spirit? By the spirit of God. God is love. Thank you for tuning in to the Reigning in Life Through Faith broadcast. Let's join Dr. Mills as he begins part four. Love, the foundation of faith. And verse 16 says this. By this we know love. By what? So when he say by this, again, whatever he's getting ready to say after by this, he's telling you, he's getting ready to tell you what love is, how you can recognize love by this. We know love, right? He says, because he laid down his life for us. And we also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. How do you know love? Because somebody laying his life down for somebody else. That's how you know love. All right? Now, um, I, I can know whether or not you're laying down your life based upon what you're saying out your mouth. See, because if you think that you have to mouth back at somebody, you're not laying down your life. If you got to get the last word, you're not laying down your life. Are y'all gonna say Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah? Yeah. If you always got to say something, you know what the Word of God says. Jesus went to the cross and didn't say a mumbling word. Because he understood if he had said anything, he would have messed everything up. He, had, he would have changed everything. Because whatever he said would have been. So he didn't say anything. Because he knew that he needed to go to the cross in order to save us. In order to redeem us from the condition that we were in. So think about that. When you don't When you lay down your life for somebody else, you are trying, you are setting yourself up as a redeemer for them. You're trying to redeem them from the condition that they're in. You let, now we talk about God fighting your battle. Now we can, so to speak, let God fight our battle because we are, we're not doing this, we're not saying anything because of what God told us that we should do. Are you with me? Okay. <clears throat> he has told us according to scripture, lay down your life for your brother. Is that what it says right here? So now, you can tell whether or not 
you are operating in love when and if you lay down your life for your brother. If you don't, that means you're not in love. That means that at that point, guess whose nature you are operating out of? You are at that point in time operating out of the nature of the devil. That's what we just read. Did we just read that? Now, it also means that at that point, faith is not in operation in my life. And I'm not pleasing God. Are you all with me? Okay, I want to um, look at a couple of other translations of 310. Let me see. Now, the contemporary English version says this. You can tell God's children from from the devil's children because those who belong to the devil refuse to do right or to love each other. Okay? The God's word says this is the way God's children are distinguished from the devil's children. Everyone who doesn't do what is right or love other believers isn't God's child. So doing right and love is one and the same thing. Loving is doing right. To do right, you got to love. Are you with me? Okay. This is vitally important. Now, um, I want to read down through. Uh, this first uh, first few passages of scripture before you get down to verse uh, 15 because he has an example here in scripture he says for this is the the message that we have heard verse, verse 11 from the beginning that we should love one another that we should do what? love one another now we understand now we understand what it means to love one another it means to lay down your life do we have any, any is, it, is there any ambiguity about that. Huh? Shouldn't be. You you know, you understand, that if we're going to love one another, you have to lay down your life. (laughs) Don't look so sad. (laughs) Because nobody's asking you to do this in your own strength. You already have the love of God shed abroad in your heart. The only thing you've got to do is is to allow what has been shared abroad in your heart to be developed in you. And you can do it with no, with no stress, no strain, no struggle. But the problem is, in a lot of cases, we don't want to do it. 
Amen. <laughs> Amen. Okay. Man. See. See, I don't know people. I don't know why. You know, I, I don't know when you don't want to do what God wants you to do. See, you ought to have a problem with not wanting to do what God wants you to do. Because you'll never see the benefit of doing what God wants you to do until you do it. You have no clue what God has in store for you if you do what he wants you to do. Because some things he haven't revealed to us. Are you with me? Okay. It's just something you have to work on. Yeah, Pastor, but you don't know what I got to work on. No, you, I don't even have to I'm not even concerned about all that because if you do what God tells you to do in planting the word of God and water the word of God that's in your heart, God's going to do what is necessary to be done in you to get you to the place of what needs to be done. Amen. Are you with me? So, um, uh, let me see. Let me see if I, I have a certain, um, uh, let's see, I got a passage, I, I got a, I want a, a Bible translation that's going to, yeah, okay, now, what's that scripture I just now recited to you? First Corinthians, third chapter. Let's see. Let me see. I got to get the scripture. Oh boy. I want. I want to show you how to, how you you can learn how to rest in God. Amen. Seven. Okay. Verse seven. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want you to listen to this. In in the Phillips New Testament translation, I'm gonna start reading at verse five and read down through, and I want you to hear this, okay? After all, who is Paul? Who is Apollos? No more than servants through whom you came to believe as the Lord gave each man his opportunity. I may have done the planting and Apollos the watering. Now listen to this right here. But it was God who made the seed grow. See, you don't make the seed grow, but you do have something to do with its growth. What you have to do is to water the seed. God's going to make the seed grow. What seed am I talking about? The seed of love that's already in you. All you need to do is to water that seed. God will make it grow. So when you're trying to love people in your own strength, it's not going to work. Are you hearing what I'm saying? 
See, you got to water the seed because you know that God's going to make that seed grow in you to the point where without any stress, strain or struggle, you're going to be able to lay down your life for your brother. Now, some of y'all might not believe that because you know, if you believe that, then, you will, then you're going to do what is necessary. You're going to water the seed and you just say to yourself, you know, say to the Lord, say, Lord, I'm, 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 I'm watering that seed of love in me now. And just read the word of God out loud because you're watering the seed. Are you with me? Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. That bread is the watering of the seed that's already in you to make it grow. Are you with me? You're not going to make it grow. God's going to make it grow. What you need to do is to water it because we saw over in, what was that? Over in the, I think uh, Luke 8 where he said that that the seed had no moisture. And this is the reason that the seed, uh, the, the adversary was able to come by and pluck the seed out because it had no moisture. In other words, but no watering. You've got to do some watering to the seed because you know that God's going to make the seed grow if you do what you're supposed to do. That's reading this scripture right here. so powerful in, uh, in, in 1 Corinthians, the third chapter. He says, he, he, and, he, and, and, and this is what the Holy Spirit used, used the Apostle Paul to let us know. He says, I may have done the planting and Apollos the watering, but it was God who made the, the seed grow. The planter and the waterer and the waterer are nothing compared with him who gives life to the seed. So, you know, you don't hooray because, you know, all of a sudden you see in love being produced in you and you hoorayin about something you did. No, I'm serious. See, you don't you don't take glory from God. See, you, man, look at what I did, man. Hey, I'm proud of myself. That's what a lot of y'all do, you understand? You know, you don't you ain't saying nothing back to nobody, you haven't back talked to nobody. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> Taking all the glory from God. Like you did something. Hello? You know who you are. Stop taking God's glory, and you'll see yourself grow, grow faster. Amen. Okay. Um, now, let's go back over here because what I was saying was you don't have to be concerned about whether or not you're going to be able to love the brethren. You will if you do what you need to do. If you water the seed, God will cause the seed to grow and you'll be able to love the brethren with no problem. Are you with me? When you self-examine yourself, see that, okay, man, I had the wrong attitude. As a matter of fact, oh, me. Okay. Since my time is, I'm not going to go down through Cain and Abel because 
You know, Cain had, Cain had the wrong attitude. And uh, he got himself in trouble. And God told him, he said, look, you know, don't, 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 uh, don't let sin be at your door. You know, he said, sin's at your door. Sin will mess you up. Now, and let's look at verse 18. I'm reading down from verse 18 on down a little bit. It says now, my little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and truth. Come on. Come on now. You know, we, we can grin and pat one another on the back, say, I love you, you understand, and mess around and get in a little tight spot, you understand, and we'll see how much you do. Amen. I mean, the very person you pat on the back, next thing you know, you ready to cuss them out. Because they did something, you understand? Made a mistake or something like that. And all of a sudden, you know, now you're ready to go up against them. Well, you understand that, you know, love hasn't been developed yet. Amen. And then when you realize that that you, you've got something going on, let me just, let me go here first and then we'll look at this. Verse 19 says, and by this we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. See, your heart is involved in this, right? For if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence toward God. Now, uh, let's look at uh, the Amplified Version for this one. Right down, right down there. Let's look at, let's amplify that a little bit. Okay. And we're looking at verse what? 20? First Corinthians, I mean, First John 3. Uh, we'll look at So now, verse 20 says, in the Amplified, whenever our hearts in tormenting, self-accusion, accusation, self-accusation, makes us feel guilty and condemn us. For we are in in God's hands. For he is above and greater than our conscience, our hearts, and he knows, perceives, and understands everything. Nothing is forbidden from him. Nothing is hidden from him. Verse 21 says, Beloved, if our conscience, our hearts, do not accuse us, if they do not make us feel guilty and condemn us, we have confidence, complete assurance, and boldness before God. So, what's scripture allowing us to know? When we have done wrong, our heart's going to let us know. Because God is greater. God's on the inside. Are you with me? So, when, listen, you can do something, it can be something small. And you, and, and you, and, and you will, and you're going to feel something. Now, our biggest problem is admitting. 
that we've done something wrong. The biggest problem is asking someone to forgive you. And your heart is there letting you know you were wrong. Hello, hello, hello. See, if we're going to develop in love, we must allow our heart to lead us. That's our spirit. Your head is saying, oh, that's all right, that's all right. They get over it. That's what your head is saying. Your head is saying, oh, they get over it. Hey, yeah, shoot, they, they, all right, they get over it. Your heart is saying, mm-mm. No, you were wrong. And so you're overriding your spirit who is trying to lead you in the way that you should go, the right way, in the way of God, the life of God, because the life of God is inside. And then you understand, how in the world can you be bold before God? When your heart is telling you, you did wrong. And you didn't get it right. And this is how we develop love in us. See, this is how love is developed in us. Love not developed in us because we're trying to keep a, a scripture. Love is developed in us when we act on the word of God. That's how love is developed in us. Pride gets in the way. You don't want somebody, you don't, you don't want whoever it is to know that you did wrong, but they know you did wrong. You used to act like ain't nothing happened. Go on about your business. It'd be all right. <laughs> Yeah. We can't do that. We must allow the spirit that's on the inside of us, our teacher, to teach us. Right in first John tells us, second chapter, that the anointing in us will teach us. And the teaching is going to be teaching you how to walk in love. Teaching you how to walk in love. If you ignore what the Spirit is saying to you, you'll never be developed in love. That means that the very thing that you need in order to, in order to walk in faith, for the Word of God says we live by faith, not by sight. How in the world are we going to now live this life without allowing love to undergird our faith? Are you listening to me? So we must listen to our spirit when our spirit is telling us. Let me see. Verse um, 21 is where I was, right? He says now, 
And, and beloved, if our conscience, our hearts do not accuse us, if they do not make us feel guilty and condemn us, we have confidence. That is complete assurance and boldness before God. And that's something. And verse 20 says, whenever our hearts is tormenting, self-accusing, make us feel guilty and condemn us, for we are in God's hand. In other words, listen, our spirit, the spirit that's on the inside of us is saying, hey, listen, get this off of you. Get it off of you. Are you with me? For he is above and greater than our conscience, our hearts. And he knows, perceives, and understands everything. Nothing is hidden from him. Are you with me? Okay. Zeros? I'm just getting started. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me just give y'all one other scripture, okay? In the fourth chapter, verse 12, it says, No one has seen God at any time. Listen to this. If we love one another, if we love one another. That's a two-dollar word right there, if. Because if says there's a possibility that we don't. But it says, if we love one another... God abides in us. And his love has been perfected in us. You see that right there? His love has been perfected in us. That tells me that his love has to be perfected in us. It's a process. You just don't jump up loving people. Oh, you don't. I mean, really, you you don't. Not this kind of love. You just don't jump up doing that. But But the process depends on you doing what your spirit is telling you you need to do in order for your spirit to be developed. Are you all with me? Thank you for tuning in to today's Reigning in Life Through Faith broadcast. If you're in the D.C. metropolitan area, join our encounters every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. and every Wednesday evening for our 7.30 p.m. Bible study. If you cannot join us, we invite you to visit our website and watch us live at agapeembassy.org. Like or follow us on our social media pages for up-to-date information on what's happening in the ministry and encouraging posts that will bless your life through the week.
General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.